0: Oh, it's time. Is it time. I
1: mean, it can be. Mm. We're adults. We can make our own decisions. Cool. Yeah.
0: Let's do it. Do it. Prove it. <sighs> uh. Hello. Hello. Is anyone there? Yeah, it's me. Hi, welcome to Categorical Articles, the <laughs> podcast where we pit our organizational skills against the disorder of the modern world. I'm Kelly Connedy, and with me is
1: Andrew Crawford
0: and Mary Johnson. Every episode, we are challenged to organize a themed list of people, places, and or things with carefully crafted categories. We conducted our category prep cloistered away from one another and come prepared to delight, shock, and dominate our (laughs) fellow oracles.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mary is doing like a Usain (laughs) Bolt celebration (laughs) move. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. You just bust through somebody's wall.
1: Oh, no. I think what's Rick Flair's thing? Or Macho Man Randy. I'm not a wrestling fan. I'm so sorry. Um, Macho
0: macho Man Randy. Randy Savage? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Is that right? I don't know. I think that's the Kool-Aid Man. Ooh.
0: I'm just going to be a Marine. Listen here, brother.
1: Sisters. Rather.
0: Hey, brother. We're here to dominate. Everybody is brothers.
1: Yeah. Man, it's really weird to do recording this during the daytime, isn't it? Yep. Like, I, I am not, I'm so unused to see, to this type of lighting, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I
0: know. But we've been recording mostly in uh, winter and fall, so soon we'll true, have sun when we record after work.
1: here I am. I don't know about wrestling, and I can't handle changes to the Seasons. lighting. Ugh. <laughs> such a dandy.
0: So today we are going to talk about the modern uh, modern uses of Greek choruses. A Greek chorus, or simply chorus, in the context of ancient Greek tragedy comedy or satyr plays and then the modern works that are inspired by those is a homogenous non-individualized group of performers who comment with a collective voice on their dramatic action so usually uh greek horses break the fourth wall it's kind of by definition um and it's not exactly an omnipotent narrator omnipotent? yes omnipotent narrator uh so They react to the action sort of like, I mean, basically, it's like transplanting a a group of the audience that's a little bit savvy onto the stage and having them react and and sometimes interact with the action. It's
1: like having a group of eight people just constantly winking at you being like,
0: hey. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Huh? Huh? Uh, let's See what's going on? I hope that explains it. Let us talk about our first uh, character Greek chorus. Um, oompa, doompa <laughs> Doobity do
1: doob. doob. Kelly's we got are... a
0: category for you. Hey now. Oompa doompa dickity dee. I don't know. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I really I was really excited to see what you were where going you went with with that. that. It's like did you is it
0: did you Oh I got, it, I, got it, I got it I got it I got it I got it Oompa Loompa Dickity dee Now we must find out what that category will be. Oh. (laughs) Excellent. Um, So we are obviously talking about the Oompa Loompas. (laughs) Which Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory are we talking about? We are talking about, uh, well, technically in all of them. I think Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is the most. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is the book. No.
1: Yeah, book and movie. Willy Wonka is the classic movie. It's the classic movie.
0: Classic movie. Okay. The classic ones are the ones in later Hosen. Mm. right the ones with orange, um, orange guys <laughs> gene wilder yes yes the gene wilder uh willie yes <laughs> man you don't,
1: you don't often hear a phrase quite like that do you interesting
0: <laughs> i feel like i should be on a first name basis with that my bearish man gene willie uh, gene willie
1: the gene Willickers.
0: gene willikers, willikers.
1: Gene willikers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i
0: so orange yeah they're orange, white overalls white overalls wearing later shirt, shirt green hair yeah, in any situation,
1: they are slaves to a chocolate maker.
0: Uh, I will tell you, no, they are not. Really? They are paid in their favorite food, cacao beans.
1: Okay. <laughs> no. I, I mean, here's <laughs> the thing about that guy. <laughs> you can't spin cacao beans, and you have to feed people. After I made <clears> just throat> an throat> enormous
0: big deal about like which Oompa Loompas we're talking about, I'm going to pull some book knowledge. All uh, right. So Willy Wonka when when they see the Oompa Loompas initially in the book, Willy Wonka says I rescued them and brought them here. Yeah, I mean they're they're slaves. Yeah, it, it's it it's It's like, dark. It feels All of Willy Wonka is dark. Yeah. yeah. You kind of well, feel it's like roll Rol- and doll. doll. Rol- 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 yeah, it's kinda... roll doll. Which his books are super super dark no yes, but they he are. also had like
1: sort of a sort of a soft stance on the holocaust so let's like not keep let's That's keep that not in mind great. Yeah. no
0: i mean his books are dark but like usually usually the main characters aren't like slaveholders. true sure. yeah like james and the giant peach is dark because like the aunts are dark and also the story is weird but like ends up okay yeah they always end up well like they're not they don't like, get into matilda it matilda isn't a happy-go-lucky book no, but it ends yeah.
1: up okay. But, but I mean, Willy really okay. Wonka ends up okay, too. The no, children doesn't. are disfigured horribly, uh, <laughs> or possibly dead, depending on the source material, and, and now Charlie owns the slaves. Also, Charlie's so, just good. shooting
0: through space with elderly people. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah in, in a glass box.
0: In a glass box. But
1: mm-hmm. luckily, the children of the world still get their tasty, tasty chocolate full of other children that have now been mangled into the
0: machinery. Yes. Speaking of Yum. which, have you seen the Gene Wilder Willie Wonka the Traffic Factory recently? No, it I, last I like five don't. Years, prepare, yeah. I'm not prepared for that. I'm not, that's yeah. not what I'm asking. I'm asking if you've heard the the Candyman can song recently. Oh yeah, that yeah. is creepy. Yeah. Do you have you ever noticed in that in that scene when he flips up that like the counter he hits a girl in the face? No, <laughs> no one ever knows Oh god, uh, <laughs> oh he hits a child in the face. He's just like, <laughs> oh they'll beat me if I Woo! <laughs> <high. laughs> <laughs> Guys, here's a question.
1: Do you think there's an allowable percentage of Oompa Loompa in all of the Willy Wonka chocolate products?
0: <laughs> yeah, like... like <laughs> 3% Oompa Loompa fibers. Yeah. Oh, God. It's like food coming from my house. It's just going to be 3% cat hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Cat. 0.3%. 0.3%. <laughs> so, and then in the Johnny Depp version, they're even weirder because they're all the same guy. They're all the same guy. Yeah. It's just it... Including the women. That was a bizarre choice, but a good choice, I kind of feel like.
1: Yeah. It was a bizarre movie. Let's be honest. I
0: know it's an unpopular opinion, but I think three-fourths of the Johnny Depp version is better than the Gene Wilder version. Wow. It's up until the very end when they decide to, like, reveal something about Willy Wonka's past. Yeah. It it gets stupid. And then it completely gets stupid. But I like how off-putting it is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because the uh, story's off-putting. The first one's pretty off-putting, too. But I don't think intentionally so. That's true. (laughs) I don't think intentionally so. My favorite fact about the movie is that that candy room with like the famous candy room. All of that was candy except at the end when he takes a bite of that like (laughs) daffodil cup. That was not made out of candy. (laughs) The (laughs) only thing that Gene Wilder really had to put in his mouth was wax. Yeah. And I also seem to remember that it like by the end it just really all (laughs) stunk. Well because it was real chocolate. Yeah. Oh my god that's gross. Which is weird because it looks terrible in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, chocolate lo- doesn't make a good river. Who thought? <laughs> but you've seen like a chocolate fountain. You've seen a
1: chocolate yeah, river. Yeah, chocolate fountains
0: they? don't look good either. Mm, at least it would look like something that one would might want to eat. Like it's like, yeah. the problem is that it's just chocolate water. It looks like chocolate milk, basically. Well,
1: it looks thinner than chocolate milk. Which, which is it might have been. It, yeah. oh,
0: uh, it might have been. Uh, the other thing that I love about it is that the Oompa Loompas are there because Willy Wonka is... Scared of corporate espionage. <laughs> right. He's like, we have to own we have to own the methods of production and also the people who produce so, it. Yes.
1: So he's a paranoid slave-owning lunatic. Yes. He's the arch capitalist enemy. Like he is yeah. everything that Karl Marx hated, basically. Yes.
0: So we should explain the reason why they are a Greek course is because after all of the children get into their shenanigans, various shenanigans, either falling in chocolate rivers because they need more chocolate in a candy room, or Chewing gum, you're not supposed to, or wanting wanting it all now. What exactly did my t- Mike TV just wanted to be part of television, right? Yeah, yeah he but wanted he, to be TV. He wanted to be in the TV, so he so, got trunk. So really, it was
1: less less of a punishment than more of a full on wish fulfillment for this creepy little TV obsessed child. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Uh, so, and I think in the Johnny Depp version that. Uh, according to that version of Willy Wonka, that they're just really good improvisers. These are not songs that they they just like are making up as they go along. Like Mary did at the beginning of this. <laughs> I'm not a very good improviser, but they did I do like that they do them in different musical styles for each of them. That's yes. something I also think is quite nice. I mean basically the oompa loopas in the Gene Wilder one are just inserting obvious rhymes. Yes. Better than I did. But I'm not a professional contrapasso pointer outer, so
1: <laughs>
0: do we think that the the Upaloupas are literate?
1: <laughs> well, they that the reason it's so good is because they have a rich oral tradition, because they don't actually have written, line, written to language language, yeah. I do wonder I mean it raises so many questions, obviously questions. They probably
0: out. did. They just don't know how to write in English because it's yeah. clearly not their first their native tongue. Yeah. They're from somewhere else.
1: Yeah. Are those their native clothing? Do you think that in the jungle they dressed up like little German no. Uh, cartoon it's demons. It's worse
0: than that. They, they were, that they wore leaves. They were like savages. Oh. They're like savages. savages. They're referred to in the books as pygmies.
1: Oh. That's not great.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's not, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes you go back and you read children's books and you're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Witches hold up. Written time.
1: Or like when you watch. I bet any...
0: Matilda does too. When you watch yeah.
1: any child's movie from the 80s and you're like, that's a lot of homophobia. Yeah. Oh my God. Whoa. Whoa. Ooh. Hey.
0: Witches hold up. Yeah. That's good. Let's talk about categories.
1: Let's do it. Mine's a little on the nose, but uh, I said, slave to the beat.
0: Because <laughs> that's pretty much what's I going what they on. Are, yeah. yeah. Well, I also want something similar to that. I was thinking about how, like, from kind of going off, like, are they literate? How much do they know of the world? They seem to have, like, a very, like, they know, they definitely know about things when they sing songs, like, that kind of, like, demonstrate that they know that the kids live in a world that is not, that not theirs. Not theirs? Like, how do they perceive other people, like, like the people going through the factories? I mean, Willy is clearly their god. Yes. No. But then everybody else. So I started thinking about, like, Plato's cave. <laughs> so I called this allegory of the slave. <laughs> I think that they're, like, watching these things. And for them, they know that they are other than them, but they're, like, shadows on a wall. Which is also why they're not particularly bothered when they see, you know, Violet Beauregard blown up like a basketball. Yeah. She merely, she merely is, like, like, a, a spiritual version of something that they should be afraid of. Yes. Or know is not right. Hmm. So I went with a gut reaction with this and did no other prep. Like, I did not rewrite this category at all. I just called them terrifying instruments of doom. <laughs> <laughs> they are scary. They are quick to make up a rhyme about how you just fucked up your life. They do. Are... But in many ways, they're the least frightening of all the things, and like, like they're way less scary than that tube that shows you that chicken getting decapitated.
1: Also, like, do you what? think that... do you think that's the, a thing? Yeah, Don't the... you remember
0: when they like when they travel and they're on that like um,
1: the bo- the fast going gl- boat,
0: the glade like wind fan yeah. boat thing, and then all those images are swirling around. One of them is a chicken getting its head cut off. There's lots of birds in what? it. And one of them is a not remember that. its head cut off. Yeah, you Gross. might have blocked
1: it out. Guys, do you think the songs are just the Oompa trying to emotionally cope with the, the nightmare of <laughs> the <is> their situation? <laughs> Maybe. Yes, like they're, they're
0: engaging in their oral tradition because they're looking at a cave wall, uh, watching these watching these things that they kind of think are people but kind of know aren't, hmm. doing things that they are afraid of. I think Mary gets it. Yeah, I think it. you can have that Allegory one. of the slave. Nice. All right. Our next uh, Greek chorus are the Muses from Hercules.
1: Call back to a couple episodes ago. Yeah.
0: So now, or, or Heracles. There is Ugh. a podcast I listened to that had, it was a Greek mythology podcast, and they talked, talked about Her- Hercules. And every time they said Heracles, they switched how they pronounced Hercules between Hercules and Heracles Ugh. the entire podcast. It was Oof. a commitment. That is a major commitment. Uh, you can't for this movie call him Heracles because Heracles does not rhyme with Hercules. That's true, <laughs> and that's very important.
1: Guys, I want to take a second to point out that you know, again, before we go into this too deep, let's let's remind the audience uh, that we have a very anti-Zeus stance. Yes, a categorical oracle in you this film. got a film. real
0: soft edit, real kind. Yeah, edit yeah. In this. Uh, Hera also got a real. <laughs> real soft edit For on stuff. this yeah. magnificent sparkly hair yes
1: I felt like when so we, we actually watched this full length movie because you know masochism I
0: did too <laughs> oh, yeah. I, and it was one of those things where I was like god I remember really loving this movie and I want to still love it but the muses are the best part and everything else is terrible everything else is yeah. utter garbage
1: it's like it's basically I love nothing more than the song who's like I'm gonna find the strength you're the strongest man in the world yeah stop bragging you're about being stronger you're a conventionally
0: attractive man whose dad is a god yeah,
1: yeah. you really like you kind of—I feel like we take for granted the whole the current area era of like Disney and popular films that actually try to acknowledge the diversity of the world. Yeah, but look, this, this movie is about like the strong, like a guy born into success who wants to be more successful and expects expects us to feel sorry for him because. In a moment of brief humanity, he shows kindness and weakness once and then gets rewarded by getting his strength back. And you're like, oh, This is a movie about the captain of the football team who gets straight A's, getting maybe not getting to go to Dartmouth, but actually going to Dartmouth in the Oh, end. do you mean Harry
2: like, Potter? <clears throat> oh!
1: <laughs> but yeah, the muses are the best part, and they're a little bit problematic, I would argue. Yeah.
0: Uh, so the muses are Calliope, who is the muse of epic poetry. Uh, she is the lead. And she's she, the one with the really big curls. Yeah, like, she's the tallest she's the and she has high boom, hair. She's yeah. the one with the boom wave. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, Cleo. I'm going to go Cleo. C-L-I-O. Thanks, Cleo. Yeah. Uh, is the muse of history. She has uh, the ponytail and she carries a scroll. Uh, Thalia is the muse of comedy. She is the shortest. Uh, there's... This like the description, which I copied and pasted. She's the shortest of the five, very fat, plays the trumpet, and is often causing. I'm to the say she's very. She's fat. not very fat. Uh, the other ones are comically thin. Yes. Yeah. So perhaps, pers- from that perspective, she's very fat, but she's not that fat. Uh, man, this is a mm-hmm. Do you Let me to look it up. I don't care. Uh, she's the <laughs> muse of dance. And she's the, she's the second shortest of the five. What, what, what instrument do
1: you play? The chirpsichord. accord.
0: Chirps accord. <laughs> she's the only muse that comes into contact with Hercules, apparently. Hmm. And then. What, what does she do? Uh, she teaches him how to dance in Hercules and the Muse of Dance. Oh, 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 oh not in the movie. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, Melopine is the muse of tragedy. She has long curly hair to her waist, carries a mask with a frowning face. Because hmm. she's the smile. I need you both to know. That the Spice Girls were originally cast oh, in the role of the muses. Oh,
1: that seems like a missed opportunity. Oh,
0: but they... The song you were talking about to Andrews, called Go the Distance. That's what I've been doing this whole time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. So what happened with the Spice Girls? Uh, it just fell through because they were like world tour popular. I mean, the Spice Girls were only popular for like 18 months. They had to get their shit in. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, True, but this they movie, felt
0: like they were popular for a long time. To be
1: fair, this movie was clearly not made to be a classic. Like this is one of those Disney movies where you're like, oh,
0: oh yeah, this is just to get something out, huh? yeah, so people yeah. remember that there you guys are, still did stuff. This is not in the this is not in the milieu of Aladdin or The Lion King, yeah, or a princess movie. It's definitely it's like B side. They yeah. put
1: it in the vault and left it there. <laughs>
0: like, I love lots of B side Disney movies. Oh, yeah, I would argue yeah. that the Rescuers are B side uh, Disney, and, and one they're of the best. like yeah. my favorite Aristocats. Aristocrats definitely B side cats. Aristocats. You said crats. Oh, sorry. Um, (laughs) Can't handle it. Aristocats. Definitely, definitely B-side. Yeah. wonderful. Meg has hip dysplasia. Meg needs to get... Meg (laughs) needs needs to go... Needs to go to the doctor. Needs to go to a chiropractor. (laughs) But it's sexy. It's quite sexy. It's almost uncomfortably sexy, I would say. You I, know what? These some, some something's for the dads. <laughs> <some, laughs> Got to get those fathers in seats. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh. Um,
1: uh, yeah. So the muses. I I feel like this is they, they sort of the, the first instance of a recurring trope where you see. Um, uses as sort of Motown girl group.
0: Yeah. Which uh, is people of color as Greek chorus. Yeah. Specifically
1: yeah. in context where they're used as... I don't really know how to explain this because it definitely... It's one of those things that when I look at it, it, it feels uncomfortable to me as a non-white person. Yep. <laughs> where you're like, okay, so you're using this, this sort of cultural uh, touch point... In a way that just feels I don't know, like But it,
0: they're not important enough to be in the main exactly. narrative. Like, yeah. It's, it, it's like, weird. Yeah. And it's, are these like the first black people we've ever seen at a Disney movie? Mm,
1: That's a great question. As, as non villains, probably.
0: I'm gonna look I that. don't even know.
1: Well, I mean, some of the Lions in Lion King are coated black, but
0: <laughs> I think most definitely I remember at the time Lion and Lion King proceeds is before Hercules. It was supposed to be all those people were supposed to be black, but obviously Scar was supposed to be blacker than everybody else, which is very messed up.
1: Yeah, but also more British. Also, the Nemean Lion, because that's he's because Hercules is wearing Scar. Scar, oh, which that was a, a
0: dark moment. That was a weird moment. Like I don't,
1: I was shocked how like emotionally impactful it was because that's not like I have a very strong connection to Scar the Lion. No, but when you see his pelt being worn by Hercules, which is confusing. First of all,
0: what is the timeline of these moves? No.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is this is sort of pre modern era where everything has to be in one shared monster universe, but like, yeah, clearly that's the implication.
0: I didn't necessarily find it problematic. It's a little, it, it's a weird choice, but like the way that they're introduced is you get it's like you get like this kind of narrator that's like classical Greek, and then you get someone be like, "This is no fun. Now we're gonna bring in the muses that are gonna snap it up." It's the fat one. Yeah, yeah. it's the one who the very fat one. Yeah, <laughs> like, we'll take it from here. And it was so it's sort of like it's sort of like an American. Version of it. Well,
1: it's like, it's a weird use. Of, it's, it's representation. Which town... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, it's yeah. perfect for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's representation, but in like a way that is not helpful.
0: Yeah. How and I would like, put the, it. And, yeah. but like, and the, it's the gospel truth, where it's just yes. like, what is this about gospel
1: truth? Yeah. You're just confusing things that you're combining things that don't fit together, and it yeah. feels weird. I, as my category, obviously built off this, because I feel like Motown is a good reference, not only because they are clearly modeled after Motown girl groups, but Motown girl groups were clearly. uh, sort of prepped to be uh, sort of black culture presented to white audiences. Mm -hmm. Specifically, that's like sort of the Motown strategy. So that in and of itself is a little bit, you know, questionable in his, But, you know, but also there's a lot of great music that came out of it. So it's good music, good stuff, produced through means that are a little bit uncomfortable historically. So I went with, uh, because Motown was Hitsville, USA, I said Hitsville, Ancient Greece (laughs) for my category.
0: Excellent. Here's a tip. Don't, don't look up first- First black person in oh. Disney movie cartoons. Oh, no. <laughs> Unless you want to really—is it like song? But Song of the South—he's not animated. That or is, is an actual it, oh, black no. is man. Is it from Fantasia? It's not from well, no, but that's terrible too. No, it's like really, really early Disney cartoons, and it's it's like a the most racist thing I've ever seen oh. in my life. It's like a it's like a like you need to throw the word modern in there somewhere or something. <laughs> oh yes, for real. Well, I want to like put like main movies, but you know what's actually really weird? This is like something that's kind of hard to find out on the internet, which I thought I would be able to just be like boom, boom.
1: Disney has a, a lot of lawyers is. and money.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm trying like person of color too like i mean pocahontas would obviously be the first person of color who is a princess who is a princess
1: which is its own conversation completely the way that was maybe we
0: need to do disney princesses on a show that could
1: be interesting or disney and and depressing (laughs) depressing. (laughs) mostly
0: Um, depressing yeah yeah i mean like no it's it's definitely a way it's it's a little bit uncomfortable yeah Uh, I had them in a category all dressed up with no place to go Mm -hmm. because there's no place oh that's a great category yeah Yeah. Um, I had them so they actually perform their role as a Greek chorus really really well Mm -hmm. in that they tell you exactly how you're supposed to feel yes they come definitely like their whole job is to come out and be like not only this is what's happening but also this is like their emotions these are the emotions you the audience should feel right now which is which is the most Greek chorusing a yeah. Greek chorus can do? But
1: also underlies how poor the story of Hercules is because you need to be told when a you need to be told that you should feel sad for this successful white man. Yeah, but
0: you're so always so glad to see him because they're every the rest of it's just like Danny DeVito complaining about how his own skin is giving him a fur wedgie. <laughs> Does not make sense. Yeah. Also, there's so many nightmarish moments in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like when the sexy Pegasus that is the oh god and those two little things pain and panic. Oof. Those are some of the most dreadful. Yeah, comic relief sidekicks I've ever seen. That that pe- that lady Pegasus was that the they, most disgusting thing that, that they seen. like pretend to be, and then it splits in half, and like all her guts fly out, like she's one of those cans of peanuts that you have to pull the top off of. That was very upsetting. Also, that concept that that uh, uh, that Hades wants to not be the king of where he is. That, that's not. I mean, that's not real. Like, yeah, he's always been happy. Why is he disgusted by dead people?
1: Why is he? Why is he trying to uh, purchase people's souls when all of the souls that die go to him or eventually? His. Why is like, he
0: so Jewish?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting coding too. Yeah. Oh my god! Why he's like,
0: so Jewish? I mean, he says words that are Yiddish even.
1: Which seems. I mean, like at that point, I mean, oof, yeah, that's
0: who is the person who does his voice? Uh,
1: James Woods, I think.
0: Okay. Well. Who actually offered, Disney was over budget with this and James would ask, like said that he would not be paid for it. That's how much he loved doing this role. Ooh. You know, I like to read trivia when I, when I see that's movies. That's really dark. Wow. I do get the sense that, you know, there are movies that you can tell are sort of labors of love. Yeah. And then they come out and people are like, hmm, yeah. about it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. This is what it is. I was eight when this movie came out. Yes, I was eight. So I was a little bit. I was like at the point where I'm not old enough so that I can enjoy it as like a as a teenager enjoy Disney movies, but I'm also not enough of a child such that I'm like immediately on board for every Disney movie. So I hated this movie when
1: not, it came out. Not quite a princess, not yet a queen.
0: Right. Yes, I would say that. <laughs> Thank you. I would say that. That was brilliant. Also, my family had a very much a fool me once shame on you or Fool me, you once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on can't, me. You can't get fooled again. they no, don't uh, no, fool me again. <laughs> Feeling on this, be, because we went to go see Pocahontas, and we all left the theater being like, not historically accurate. Garbage.
2: <laughs> yeah, I will say. Like, so
0: when Hercules came out, we were like, no. I did not see this in theaters.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw this like on television with commercials. Yeah,
1: definitely. I feel like I went to this with the expectation, like I wasn't going to be, I knew it was not going to be accurate. I was like, it's, I'm not going to be a yeah. But then it is so egregiously divorced from any mythological sources
0: there's a lot of cool ideas i do like that like when um i like the idea that the greek gods uh like come down on their statues when they talk on earth but then they're like up in the clouds like that's kind of a cool idea and like definitely playing with greek mythology is amazing they should have just picked a story that's actually real yes if they picked it even if any of hercules even if they just did like the 12 uh, labors the 12 labors of hercules that would have been better
1: yeah Mm -hmm. because that's actually a story you can tell
0: yeah. So, I was saying they uh they tell you exactly how you should feel about everything. So, I just called this Leave Nothing to Subtext. Finding yourself confused? No worries. These gals will tell you that you're actually in love. How that you're being successful. Who the good guys are. All the things. All the things. All yeah. the things. You don't have to you do not have to think at all during that, this movie.
1: Her- Hercules is sad cuz he could be more successful. Aww. Aww.
0: Yeah. There's no way. That's a real moment where it's like uh it's a really. It's like a teen movie. What's the What's the one with the overalls and then coming down the stairs? Oh, oh all, she's all that. Uh, all that. <laughs> all that. All yeah. that. The TV show on Nicholas. I was about to say Amanda Bynes. I'm not talking about Amanda Bynes. That name I could pull immediately from the air. <laughs> <laughs> she's the man. I'm on it.
1: <laughs> uh, what was your category, Kelly? You- uh,
0: all dressed up with no place to I go. Think that's I think the that's category. gonna be you. Yeah. So I go? So our next, our next uh, movie is Little Shop of Horrors. And our Greek chorus is Crystal, Ranat, and Chiffon. Okay. I'm ready <laughs> to defend this to the end of the world. Oh, Would you like me? Really? Uh, so, so I'm going to read you exactly a quote from something that I did not uh, write down in the source form. So just Google this exactly. <laughs> uh, so the three black female street urchins who function as participants in the action and the Greek chorus outside of it. Uh, They're young, hip, smart, and the only people in the whole cast who knows what's really going on. In their Greek chorus capacity, they occasionally sing to the audience directly, and when they do, it's often with a secret smile and a, we know something you don't know. That's not the best wardrobe of anybody in this. Yes. Mm -hmm. So why they're great is that they go back and forth between being characters and then also uh, being the Greek chorus. And you can tell when they're the Greek chorus because they are wearing sparkly dresses. Right.
1: Yeah. Style-wise, it's great. Yeah. But I do feel like... I mean, I feel like I've got a negative reaction to a lot. I mean, I love this movie. It's it's great. It's I'm I, I haven't seen it in years. This is one we actually didn't watch to catch up on, unfortunately. But I've
0: seen it so many seen times.
1: So many times. Well,
0: today's the last day you can watch it on Amazon. Oh, We own it on DVD. Don't even worry <laughs> Don't about
1: it. Don't even me. worry about it. Not but you I mean, like, listening
0: to this. It's already gone.
1: I do appreciate... I guess like there's a little bit more nuance to this presentation... Of the Motown Girl group than there were it wasn't Hercules and it also makes more sense but also yeah. like it makes sense in a way that it does reinforce some sort of negative
0: some weird stereotypes, stereotypes. I mean yeah. literally one
1: of the first things they say is like we're on a split schedule from school we got to like what tenth grade and then we split like their dropouts and it's a very negative the, image of, sh- but it's also in a broader context where everyone sure. is
0: but like the uh, whole point is like we're on Skid Row yeah so, so thematically everybody's
1: on so so. this even a like, dentist yeah I mean it's the dentist who is a rockabilly. Lunatic, uh, yeah. Like it's one of those things. Like it does feel a little weird, but I guess it's it. It fits into a context that isn't quite as uncomfortable as Hercules. Yeah. So Heracles. 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 Sorry, who put the hair in there?
0: <laughs> it's also the... Glad and Gladgate. It's also this is like a camp masterpiece. This yeah. Whole, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: This yeah. whole
0: thing is. So I think that they fit perfectly.
1: Yeah, I did go with Hitsville Ancient Greece because again I think it's a girl group, but I think there's still the same themes there. But yeah, I do think it's a little bit less. It, there's it makes more sense
0: yeah how i guess my question is how would it be less problematic
1: i i, I don't know i don't think it, there's a way that it could be less and i don't again i don't even say that it's a bad thing i does guess does it make
0: it more problematic in all of the high school representations of little Shop of Horrors that they're all white girls yes <laughs> you can tell that this is like actually a musical that was like written by people who yes. really understand musicals because yes. they do function like a traditional greek chorus and there is but there's so much going on in this movie That they are, like, icing on the cake. To me. Like, if you didn't have them in this movie, the movie would still be a camp masterpiece. Because they're in this movie, Mm -hmm. it's, like, elevated to a new level. Yeah. Yes. Um, So, I must admit that I was, like, playing around with a lot of, like, icing on the cake themes. And then I had this category ghost writ for me. (gasps) I threw it out to my brother. And he suggested this. And I took it. He suggested gilding the parenthetical carnivorous lily. (laughs)
1: Oh, that's that's a good one. That's a that's a pretty fantastic category. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I stuck. I also stuck with my ca- previous category. All dressed up with no place to go. Hmm. Girls wearing those sparkly dresses. That's true. That's I do true. think they have a lot of places to go, though. In that's this, true. the world of, of label long in the world of Little Shop of Horrors, unlike the muses who are like stuck in a dreadful movie. Yes. What? Trying to
1: pull it up. I <laughs> just trying
0: can. to make it a little bit better. Yeah. I think uh, I think, I think gets... Thomas gets the category. Yeah, think Thomas, Thomas gets the, the category. category. So our next uh, movie is the animated version of Robin Hood. And Oodlally, the... oodlali, golly, what a day. <laughs> and the category is or the category, the uh, character is Alan A. Dale. Who's a real thing. Yes, he's well, a real thing, but not actually a rooster, as far as we know. Hold
1: right. hold the hold the phone. What? <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs>
0: But he's originally in the Robin Hood yes. hmm. stories. He's always been a minstrel, I believe, too. Hmm. Yes. Uh, now that we're talking about Disney movies, I think Robin Hood, the version of Robin Hood, is a B-side. I don't know if it's a. It's also hard because it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I would agree. Like, it's not what people immediately think of. It's one of my favorites, along with Rescuers. I love this movie. Have you watched this movie recently? Mm-mm. Oh, man. There's yeah. so many good jokes. That's since I was yeah. a kid. yeah. So many good jokes. You would enjoy it. Also, as Lindy West brilliantly pointed out in Shrill, it has one of the few fat women in Disney movies. Uh, uh, Lady Cluck is like one of the the first representations of fat women in Disney cartoons.
1: And a positive one.
0: And a positive one. Yeah. And a sexy one. Sort of. Of Little John wants to have sex with her. It's It's all you need. Also, you should read Shrill. It's wonderful. Mm. It's a wonderful book. It's just a solid movie.
1: It really is. I am think, like, honestly, I, this is this is a tricky one to talk about because, not to talk about, but, like, to categorize, I guess, because this is a, this is a good movie. And I think, like, I mean, obviously, I think picking the best part of this movie is tricky because Robin Hood is great. Little John is great. Lady Cluck is great. Sir Hiss is great. Yeah. Sir Hiss and is, Prince John are the best parts the best part. of this movie. But I do think, like...
0: Ah, Little John's good, too. Yeah, it's hard.
1: But, yeah, but I think, like, I, in my mind, Alan Dale is always shown mm-hmm. as a bit of a... Like secret star, because like obviously you've got I mean, he's, he's doing this in competition with all these other great characters, and as a Greek chorus, he really stands out. And like,
0: well, he holds is, up yeah. his end for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I I went with uh, the category, not super creative, but soloist, his Greek chorus who is solo and carrying the role of chorus on his chorus on his own shoulders. But so. he
0: has that he has that uh, weird dog with <laughs> uh. the upright face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, okay. He might
0: not be yeah. part of his uh, his group, though. Yeah. I will say that uh, I felt that the good movies were the hard ones to categorize. Yeah,
1: yeah, because they kind of. This they, is if, a one off for me because I, I yeah, don't think he yeah. went
0: with anybody else.
1: If, you, if it's done well, they just kind of like blend into the movie and become a part of the fabric of the story. Yeah. So you can't really like Yeah. pick them out.
0: I called him Troubadourable because <laughs> he is. He's Troubadour and he's cute.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. mm. Uh, I called him a humanoid. <laughs> just not a human he's he's not a human but you know has, anthropomorphic anthropomorphic yeah. yeah I think Mary gets yeah
1: True adorable. nice
0: you may have it uh our next movie is uh Beauty and the Beast uh so our Greek are the townsfolk and then the houseware the I had to do slash townsfolk. categories for them yeah I yeah. could not connect the two of them together hmm. this is a very blunt town yeah I'm mean, basically she's just walking through, and they're like, "Weird, yeah. <laughs> you're weird." There goes that weirdo. Wait, guys,
1: she, she was a brunette, you know, know. Not, and she read. This
0: is—they're uh-huh. uh. very blunt. She's like, it, no, "She's like, I want so much more than all of what you have," and they're all like, "Weird, weirdo, strange, crazy old Maurice, ready to throw a man in the loony bin at a moment.
2: notice."
0: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so, um. Uh. I call so I envision that these people are sort of like steel age trolls. Like they're not like these are people who would be like attacking uh the like the jokers oh, the- now on Instagram. Yeah. They just don't have the technology yet, so they have to like literally point at people and be like, You're weird and bad. <laughs> so <laughs> they,
1: I they carve Pepe the Frog into stones and throw it at people throw- literally. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're not they're, No, they just throw frogs at people. <laughs> These, this is a townsfolk of YouTube commentators. They're not, they're not, they're not top brass. They're, they're pretty weird. So I said, I called them, it gets pettier. Oh. It does not get better. It, it gets, gets pettier. pettier. <laughs> did you do separate categories?
1: I did not. Okay. No. I didn't either. <clears throat> Overachieving. So we can talk
0: about the, we can talk yeah. about the housewares. Housewares. Please, yeah. Uh and yeah, my, my category fits for both of them. Sorry, just double-tracking now. The housewares, who are technically still people, but not in people form, I suppose. They've gotten really used to being candlesticks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> being a hot. duster would be so terrible. Ugh. Ugh. There is apparently supposed to be, in the movie, like in the Emma Watson version, apparently Stephen Merchant, it got cut out of the movie, was supposed to be a toilet that came back to life. Oh my God. As a person, was just, oh, the horror. <laughs> That's true, although they really should have made it Ricky Trace. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky Trace is basically a, a toilet that yeah. came, that came back, back to being a person. <laughs> yeah. That's gotta be weird. Although, not Ugh. everything in the. It's just sort of. What would your profession. Would you want a plumber? Because, like, they would. Oh, their they became there. Yeah. They became, like, kind of, you know, whatever their profession was. So, what, what would be the personification of your profession? Oh, God. A
1: computer screen, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> a picture of a website. <laughs> Not the website. Just, just a, a picture of it. Picture of it.
1: Yeah.
0: It's fine. I'd be the yeah. tile floor. <laughs> You'd be a piece of tile. You'd be a yeah. sample. Or a chair. I could be a chair.
1: Furniture samples, it yeah. You
0: sam- could be a chair. I don't know, though, but like, hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm sure this has been commented on in the internet before, but isn't, isn't isn't it interesting that Disney chose to do an interspecies relationship before they did an interracial relationship in any of their movies?
0: And yeah. as a bell girl, I will say, I'm not into the prince at the end. I uh, want him to go back to being a beast. Mm. He's more attractive as a beast. Yeah. I also love the idea that he was turned into the beast because he wouldn't let a witch in. But he was obviously a child when you wouldn't let the witch into the <laughs> castle. And like, you're my, like, my parents aren't home. Why is- are you letting it? What? You well, don't want to let witches into your house anytime, let alone you're a child. I've actually pondered this. Also, I love that part of the movie. I love I love any Disney animation that is not. So, like, there's main Disney animation, yeah. which are, like, the main characters. But, like, the way the rescuer's background looks, I love that animation. And I love, like, at the beginning of. <laughs> you like where there's just one single frame of porn. It's kind of shoved in there. <laughs> I'm actually more of a rescuers down under person, but I like I like the original too. Um, but that's from the original. Um no, I like uh or like um the beginning of uh Hunter One Dominations is like this too. Where oh yeah. they have that like sketchy style, but I love, love the stained glass animation at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Mm. It's yeah. so pretty. Well, so but I've wondered this. So no, because Chip is a child. And has been for a long time. Yeah, he did not grow up. So they're being, not only are they housewares, they're being held at a certain age. Yeah. That's mm. for that's ye- For a hundred years, right? Yeah. Isn't that part of it? Wow. I never thought of it that way. Otherwise, they'd all die. So that makes sense, actually.
1: I was like, this is a- That fe- they,
0: the time would freeze. Yeah. But that, that's got to be tough. What if it just became, when they died, like the teapot just became a teapot? Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe.
1: Also, like this is a feudal actually, society, so like the beast isn't just like a king in a castle; he's like in charge of this town, presumably, right? Like, or is this, or is this the situation wherein You know, the noble, the, the nobility has failed, so they're they're governing themselves. Is this? I is think this it's an argument for democracy. Yeah. the witch was actually Thomas Jefferson.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: know. Well, but then, well, if you to assume that he was governing things, those people would become like plows.
1: Yeah, it does make Because some
0: all of questions. his all of his staff. Yeah.
1: Or is this just like was just this is like a summer home for a for a, for like an urban French fop and he's not actually in charge of the land, he just happens to vacation there and not let witches in. Is that is that the <laughs> Which It's in. like I'm on my vacation, I'm thirteen years old. <laughs> I don't uh.
0: know. She's a beautiful sorceress, actually. Mm. She's so mm. just pretending to be a witch. Kind of maleficent mm. crossover. Interesting. That's what happens. Yeah, he doesn't let her in, and then she becomes a beautiful sorceress. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you totally can come in." And she's like, "Uh no, now you're going to be ugly on the outside. Taste your own." (laughs) But
1: beautiful on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: have a a person whose eyes are a little bit too close together on the inside. (laughs) When he turns around, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> You're used to seeing his eyes so much smaller in his face, that's a little you... farther apart. It's very really, it's really uh, shocking. That's such
1: a good point, too, because, like, you know, again, like, yeah, this is the situation where, like, where women who date men who have big beards and they shave their beards and they're like, oh, <gasps> no. <laughs> like, that's such a...
0: <laughs> that always happened to me with bosses. I always had bosses that I would, like, start working for them and they'd have beards and then one day they would shave and I would not be able to hide my reaction. I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Put it back <laughs> off. Oh, put, put it back on. Back. I don't like it. It's weird. <laughs> the beast is kind of cool, though. I mean, like yeah. Ga- Gaston fully stabs him in the back with a buoy knife while they're climbing around a castle roof, and the beast is okay. Hm? Yeah, pretty amazing.
1: He's tough. Cool.
0: Also, in Gaston's eyes, before he falls, are a little skull and crossbones, and that's how you know that he actually dies. <laughs> That's a thing in Disney movies. Usually, something is reflected in their eyes that that indicate that they are, they actually die, so that you understand that they die. Huh. So you so never you see, see them die. Yeah. Wow. Huh.
1: Hmm. All
0: right. Creepy. Oh, so uh, what do we have for categories for them?
1: I went with uh, "slave to the beat," though perhaps "surf to the beat" would be a more <laughs> appropriate one.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, have allegory of a slave again yeah. because they're like they're way too into this drama. Yeah. I called it Oh the humdrum life. Oh. Just people like, "Oh, yes, this is my life."
1: So <laughs> I'm casually a cup.
0: Yeah, just casually a candelabra. The first they are years making were the terrible. best of that situation. Oh well, they've had a hundred years to deal with it before we've seen them. How many times do you think they've performed Be Our Guest? <laughs> <laughs> and it just or, didn't work out with the girl. No. Or how many times do you think they practiced Be Our Guest and she's <laughs> the first one to appear? Don't you think it's weird that Disney now can serve you the gray stuff? Yeah, that is weird. Which is also purple stuff in the movie. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious.
1: Oh. oh yeah.
0: it's, like, it's like moose. And now you know. can get it at Disney World. Huh. Mm-hmm. There was one time I saw like uh, something that was the color of the gray stuff, and I was like, "That's exactly the color of what?" And it bothered me for like six months, and I was like, "The gray stuff!" <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Oh,
1: nice. Um, so, what do you want to go with, category-wise? Hmm, I can like surf to the beat myself.
0: I like surf to the beat because they're not—they're not, they're not yeah. quite slaves. They could leave. It would be yeah. weird if they did. They're. They're not slaves the same way an Oopaloopa is.
1: True, but then you the Oopas yeah.
0: truly have nowhere to go. Yeah, yes. but
1: in a feudal society, they are serfs. If if one of, if 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 that teapot escaped, there'd be stories. Oh, of that, the, I was the I was removing. Of... I was
0: removing my category from the running oh, for oh, them. That. Oh. That's what I was saying. Oh, I see. allegory so. slave is not quite fair. Not fair, quite fair. perfect yeah. in the same way yours is. Well,
1: thank you. But I do love the idea of, of Mrs. Potts escaping and being like the Demon Teapot of Larue or something like that. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> Like, just wandering the countryside as an animated teapot scaring travelers. Well,
0: <laughs> all right. Scalding get, them. For that, for for that, that visual, visual alone, you get... If they were found by Maurice, he would have taken them in. Yeah. Maurice is very comfortable with all kinds of weirdness. Yeah. Mm. Including his daughter, who reads. <laughs> Actually, Ooh. I just remember that, like, walking wagon he makes that sort of, like, Beetlejuice-esque. Yeah. <laughs> Throw him in a loony bin. Yeah. So that they can marry his daughter. Man, oh, yeah, that's weird. Oof. All it's right. Dark. Our next uh, film is Stardust, and our Greek course are the Dead Princes.
1: I enjoyed this film much more than I. Isn't it so yeah, good? Yeah, it's so good. Like I, I, I mean, it's like it, you know, I remember seeing this like years ago and liking it, but I was like, oh, this is quite, this is quite good. Yeah,
0: we watched it recently too. Uh, not before we, I did that season. Mm. We just. Wanted to watch a movie and I was like, oh, Stardust. Let's watch that. Yeah. So the only thing I have to say, and it's not—it's not exactly a criticism. I, I don't even know what it is, but this is a kind of movie that it's like the it, first of all, it's like the Princess Bride. It's the only other thing I can think of to compare it mm. to. Yeah. yeah. Where it's so bombastic and so large, like the scale of this movie, yeah, is so grand, and the joy of it is watching these this like grand thing. All condensed down to one centralized point where all of the pieces get tied up together. Yeah, it's like it's it's like if you like it's the, the, the film equivalent of like dumping out a toy box and then carefully methodically putting everything back in its place hmm. exactly the way you want it. So yeah, like sorting everything out or like like taking a giant big sister wife bundle of hair and braiding it down to the very last <laughs> strand. <laughs> like it's so. It's it's very satisfying to watch, but it's almost like you watch it and then there's almost nothing to say about it cuz it answers all your questions yeah. at yeah. the end. I don't, I'm kind of surprised there aren't more movies like this, to be honest with you.
1: We're the only other movie that comes to mind to that point is like Arrival, where it's just everything's just so tightly yes, tied up at the end. But like, oh, the
0: Arrival where? suggests I I mean like what is like what are like broader themes that one could say about this? the the narrative plots and like emotional beats of Stardust are not complex, and no, that's their whole point. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's it's like and the there's nothing wrong with that. Gentlest it's a good... deconstruction of a fairy tale that there ever has been. I mean, it's it's Neil Gaiman, so like it's it's yeah, it's going to be pretty good, right? Uh,
0: so I guess we should explain how the princes are a Greek chorus, which is that once so the the plot of the movie. I'm not going to tell you the entire plot of the movie. It would take days. Um,
1: or two hours. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but one of one of the plot points in the movie is that uh, there are princes who are trying to uh, get a ring.
1: Necklace. Necklace.
0: Uh, that their father, who is the king, who died, he threw it at a star. It hit a star. The star fell. I'm already getting too deep. They need to find this necklace to be the next... Uh, to be the next king it's also one of those movies that where you explain it it sounds dumb as hell yes yeah and the otherwise known as fantasy yes <laughs> oh <laughs> and there are seven princes and they just full on kill each other and their names very are very their names are from the, 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 two to seven yeah, but yeah
1: primus secundus tertius quaternus i think yeah like that
0: what we find out is once a prince dies, he becomes a ghost and basically hangs out with his brothers and that they have to uh, all hang out together until uh, a true king has been found. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And so they... But uh, you sh- we should also say that they take the form of how they died. <laughs> yes. Right. They all die traumatic, exotic deaths. Because they were murdered. And it's a f- and it's fantasy. Yeah. So they, they've covered every... So a guy, Plane. yeah, one's been beheaded, yeah. one's been and they, they've one's killed, frozen, yeah, one fell from a tower, so his face Faces is all, all flashed. flashed. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I don't feel strongly about my category. I said slave to the bee because they are sort of bound to this weird, myth, yeah, myth, mystical tradition of being ghosts with each other for eternity, unless there's a king, but you know, they're not, they're slaves, also nobility, though. so it doesn't really fit, so. yeah. yeah.
0: I said it was gilding the carnivorous lily because it is just like, it's like one more thing. If they were completely removed from this plot line, you would not miss them. Yes. There's enough going on. Uh, Yes. Including a slightly problematic um, performance by Robert De Niro. (laughs) Where he he was basically like, you're going to be a a closeted pirate Pirate. captain. Pirate captain who sails... ship in the clouds right and he was like got it got it got it i'm gonna base my performance on nathan lane from the (laughs) (laughs) Birdcage. that's that's gonna age well (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i had it as the category terrifying instruments of doom Hmm. because they are pretty creepy and they're ghosts they don't really interact with like, they don't actually... There's no poltergeist things happening. But I don't to think be that fair, they're seen by anybody yeah. except really themselves yes. and their other brothers. But gruesome yeah.
1: death is the driving factor for all of them. Yes. So I think you make a good point with that.
0: Yeah. And they are definitely instruments of it because they don't... They seem like the most cheerful instruments of that have ever existed. Yeah. I, I think gilding the carnivorous, carnivorous lily. lily you're right if, if they were gone it would it wouldn't matter there, but there it's there nice that parts there. that i love yeah. about them so i'm, I'm glad, glad they're, they're there. there we're yeah. happy that the carnivorous lily is gilded but they are they are one of many interesting things mm-hmm. you could say you can argue that almost about anything about this movie though yeah yeah all right our next film is mary poppins and our character who is a greek horse is bert the chimney sweep Chim chimari chim chimari chim chim I
1: uh, mean,
0: chim chimari chim chimari chim
1: chim It's
0: Mary Poppins that like he started the day having consumed an entire bottle of gin, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, he apparently like yeah. he didn't remember making the movie if I'm recalling correctly, mm-hmm. like he was so drunk on drinking a bottle of gin a day. And you know it shows in his performance, and I applaud I applaud the looseness and joy with which he brings to this character. Method acting, as, well as, well as, <laughs> as well as the insanity.
0: Um, uh, one of my coworkers pointed out, uh, "How lucky are we to have Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke still among the living?" That is shocking, I know. Yeah. Let's not. It's let's all not knock joking, on wood. Not yeah. jinxing them, but what 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 wonderful performers! Yeah, yeah. how lucky are we?
1: Even though and you, uh, Bert
0: um uh, <laughs> julie andrews no dick, dick van dyke, dyke still looks good yeah julie andrews still looks good julie andrews looks fantastic both look great I mean, yeah.
1: but julie andrews didn't drink a bottle of gin a day <laughs> yeah that's more for what i'm multiple years from. yeah
0: bert is one of my favorite characters on this list i will say still mary poppins is one of my favorite movies on this list. yeah, yeah. i love it even though there are obnoxious little disney children on it yes well and but i do and as long as you can fast forward through the birds song or tuppence song oh yeah, it lasts forever <laughs> Top hunts? Top hunts! Also, I... I bet it lasts like literally less than 30 seconds. Um, but like to a child, you're like, Aah! Let's go back on the merry-go-round! Ah! I don't care about the story! We're not on a roof! Anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can't follow a step in time with anything, really. It's one of the best performances That's in any true. movie ever. It's so good.
0: These town folk are not like the town folk in... Uh, Beauty and the Beast, because they're totally fine with Admiral Boom, who who is a character that I love. But they just full on were just like, yeah, we have just accepted that we all need to hold our furniture. They all need a a good case of museum wax. That's what he should give everyone for Christmas so that you can just glue your house down. down.
1: Also, to be fair, isn't isn't this town... London? Yeah. It is. So they've probably seen a lot more than this provincial, you know, <laughs> this is, French town. This is before
0: World Wars, though, so. Yeah. Oh, it might be in the...
1: Hence why you could fire a cannon.
2: It's, yeah, World War it's definitely, would have just been it's, around. It's yeah. definitely yeah. post.
0: But that's okay. Um, suffragettes? Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I was, that's how I was dating it. Yeah, otherwise, because everyone actually dresses in ways that are almost they it's almost the past. victorian yeah of the past yeah for sure but like not in a nondescript way yes but yes suffragettes especially the maids yeah Oof. they're great characters man this is a really that's a great movie uh, i uh, like that weird uncle that they go visit is that bert's uncle the oh, i love to yeah. laugh guy yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. huh who yes. i
0: always identified as benjamin franklin i did too as weird. a child like, I just assumed that that's, that's who that was.
1: He well, is- so much like Bird, he's not really English. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Right. I don't, well, I think he might be, but I just identified yeah. him as, uh, as, as, Franklin. I do mm-hmm. still love that everybody in that, on that film set was like, yeah, he's, that's a cockney accent. Nobody said a goddamn word to him. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. fine. He's like, Dick Van Dyke. We'll just leave it. He's a one man band.
1: What if what if sober Dick Van Dyke could do a perfect Cockney accent? But this is just him slurring so <laughs> much. <laughs> You're like, oh, charming, so yeah. charming.
0: And he's, uh, and he's a good Greek chorus too because he, he he doesn't exactly tell you how to feel. Like he's not as prime as the muses, but he does. Like he tells you the story. In. In a gentle way, but tells but doesn't tell you how to feel really about it. But in his tone of voice, tells you how to feel. Mm.
2: Does that make yes. sense? Yeah. he
0: is. He is very kind to everybody in the plot. Yes. no one gets a no one gets a villain edit from no. him. No,
1: he he brings what you call nuance to the role.
0: <laughs> also, also he does double duty because he's also the the Dick Van Dyke is also the uh, the bank the most evil bank. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. which you can kind of tell he's drunk there. <laughs> but he's like doing flying the step around, yeah. flying around on that cane. <laughs> uh, I called him a bit of rough a bit of rough mm. sometimes we get that with Greek choruses they're like they're uh they're a lower class member yeah than the main characters and the idea is that they're supposed to be like you know more of the people and able mm. to see things yes. more clearly. And Mary Poppins... I know where you're going with that category. And Mary Poppins... <laughs> yes. And a Mary Poppins is definitely... Or Bert is Mary Poppins. Because they do have kind of a romantic thing going on. Yeah. Is definitely Mary Poppins a little bit of rough. Yes. <laughs> uh, similarly, I had, oh, the humdrum life. Mm. This is how our life is here.
1: I said... I, mean, I said I'm I mean, to be clear. Here. I'm not... I don't mean this is an insult to Bert because he's a great character. But, like, so much of what we recall about this movie, particularly about Bert, is his insane performance and accent. So he's a, he's sort of a squeaky wheel. The squeaky wheel gets the grease, but the grease grease is interesting. Watching him do high kicks. But actually, I would have to say in this case, the category is
0: squeaky wheel. You know.
1: (laughs) How
0: are are we going to put type that out?
1: You know, that's, that's mine to figure out. Uh, Squeaky wheel got the grease.
0: Airy
1: (laughs) often Yeah. How many,
0: how many, uh, Broadway male dancers basically just got to retire after doing Mary Poppins.
1: <laughs> or or had to they physically They hired
0: so many of them. Yeah. Oh
1: my god. Like that must have been such an exhausting thing to do.
0: High kicks for oh high kicks. Way. so many high all kicks all day. Jesus. <laughs> And I like to think for some reason I was still like, and on that roof. It wasn't a <laughs> roof <Ruff> Kelly. <laughs> You're like, that's so dangerous. <laughs> Not a roof Kelly. What are you talking about? I like half those
1: guys must have had emphysema from being chimney sweeps, right? Yeah. I mean it's just such a hard I, Every life once in a while I, I do
0: get I still get really caught up in the magic of movies and yeah. being like, I can't believe that they're doing Julie this. Julie Andrews yeah. stood on that cloud for so long. <laughs> she descended. What do we think of the new remake? Are we excited? doesn't need to exist as far as i'm concerned it yeah, doesn't yeah. need to exist but i i'll go i mean i'll see it i'll see it yeah i'd like to reread the books have you ever read them Mm-mm. they're okay yeah. i bet so i do know that the woman who wrote them was like sobbed. hated yeah hated the movie yeah which makes me feel weird about it and yes a whole movie about it featuring tom hanks and emma thompson i bet that's charming oh, yeah. i saw it yeah uh so okay what do we think We have to pick a category. We can't just say what ours were. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's the central thesis of this. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, We come prepared to delight, shock, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) dominate. I feel like... I feel like... I like my category because I feel like class structure is very important in Mary Poppins. Yeah. I agree. I
1: think you can take that one. And
0: you could say that it's sort of like a stair-step thing. So, like... Mary Poppins is also this family's little bit of rough.
1: Yes, I think you mean you're a bit of rough. A bit of rough. <laughs>
0: but literally, a bit of rough means like when a high class lady takes a gentleman caller of a lower class than her, and I think that's what's going on with Bert and Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Next, cat. Or our next TV show is Lizzie McGuire, and our Greek chorus is the animated Lizzie. Here's a flashback to your you preteens. Got your yeah. Because we only do the best we can. That person did not do the best they could singing that song. No, <laughs> Was that Hillary Duff singing? Remember when she was a singer? Yeah, I do remember. I don't think so, though. Yeah. Doesn't no. sound like her. Especially not initially. Animated Lizzie. <clears throat> I feel like they felt like they needed to do this because they were like, we need a cartoon for the kiddos to know what's going on. Yeah, I guess we should describe, if you have never seen Lizzie McGuire, <laughs> uh, basically it's the story of Lizzie McGuire and her trials and tribulations in middle school. Um, and then they kind of have these interstitials of an animated, like a bitmoji of her. A <laughs> bitmoji? Yes, exactly. It's, it's, it's a bitmoji. It's like the same style, too. Yeah, of her uh, basically like telling her what her feelings are and what else is going on. And, you know. Also, ironically, wearing a fashion that is much more toned down than what her real life counterpart is. Wearing. Yes. <laughs> Usually wearing blue jeans and a pink shirt, pink spaghetti strap. Yep. Orange platform shoes. Yes. Normal hair. Yes. Not butterfly clip. Butterfly clip. Butterfly clip. Not, butterfly clip. Not a crimped masterpiece <laughs> like, that is bedecking her. Those of us who grew up in the early 2000s and were female had some weird hair choices. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least we had weird hair aspirations, because I remember always being like, that's amazing. Yeah. You also <laughs> act like so guys good.
1: who have butt cuts.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: or frosted tips. You're forgetting to be about fair, all those yeah. To be
0: fair, of this time period, my true fashion icon, my North Star, was Fee from So Weird. I did the two big buzzes oh. on the top of the head thing that she did. And I made myself a pair of butterfly pajamas, because she had a pair of butterfly pajamas. Hmm. Did you ever watch So Weird? No. Oh, that show holds up. Which, where was, what was on? It was on <laughs> Disney. It, it was on Disney and it was uh, like X-Files for kids. Oh, cool. Yeah,
2: it's pretty it good. It was creepy. I'm a re- it's, like It's
0: legitimately, it. there are episodes that are legitimately frightening. That yeah. does. Now that you say that, it sounds familiar. There's an episode where they go to a town. So her mother is Mackenzie Phillips. Okay. Playing Mackenzie Phillips as her mom. <laughs> and they like travel around on this like bus with her brother. And then the, like the band manager's kids and the band manager's wife band manager is the wife i'm sorry and then the man is the roadie ah, remember they and there's an episode where they go to a small town to do a concert like a festival and they all develop telepathy over the course of the episode and they don't know why and it's because these aliens have come down and made crop circles in the wheat that is, they're making the bread out of and they're and they can't remember stuff, and there's a flashback to like this like shadowy alien creature like looming over them. And it's still I just got goosebumps thinking about it. I like had nightmares about it. <laughs> so scary. Man,
1: I remember an episode of that show where like so one of the, the plots was that Fee's dad was dead and they found this machine that's built on like a Fibonacci sequence. It's like a giant novel oh, that's shell. A really scary you walk episode into two. and it's full of these creepy looking ghosts wandering around. The deeper you get into, it, the creepier and like oh it's so spooky.
0: Along her dad's stuff her dad's stuff is actually very rich so we get we do yeah let's episode. talk about this another time no.
1: on so a brighter bad. note though lizzie mcguire <laughs>
0: uh, lizzie mcguire whose dad was alive and and
1: so stupid so
0: stupid <laughs> sam mcguire also from revenge of the nerds Oof, yeah
1: god oh i never made that connection uh so yeah categories category.
0: i said leave nothing to subtext i thought that the cartoon was added in she's it's not oh necessary. you're right yeah and like it's just like there, so that like maybe younger children can kind of understand what's going on. Also, I think it do- does double duty because it was sort of Lizzie McGuire was sort of pre reality television, where mm. we are not so used to like the confessional moments. Yes, but that's what it is. Yes, basically, like yeah. it's it's basically like something happens and then you like center in. But for some reason, it's animated. It could have been her. Exactly. That would have been more normal.
1: I have a category that I think will make be more useful in a second but it's head of the class English 101 because it's such a the way this works it's something that like someone who's like the smartest kid in an English 101 class be like I wrote a story and the Greek chorus is uh, the main character but not actually the main character (laughs) it's pretty creative (laughs) like that sort of mentality
0: their inner inner self is the the Greek chorus it's like deep
1: air quote deep Deep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) conceptually
0: uh i called it a humanoid again
1: mm. oh, not, yeah. not really
0: a human <laughs> <Not> <laughs> quite humanoid. i actually love that one for <laughs> this <laughs> it's true a little That's a yeah. emoji <laughs> it's a bit emoji all um. right humanoid 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 excellent uh our next <laughs> our next movie is evita Avita. Evita. evita sorry and- i quoted rent which means, Ava! A- Ava! 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 <laughs> and, oh my god. Uh, and the character is Che. Whew.
1: Man. Uh, this we,
0: is a... we, we, we watched this movie all together two nights ago, so <sighs> we are fresh and raring to talk about Evita, and I've been singing the songs in my head for the, I think for this days. is the
1: most work we've done prep-wise, collectively. That's for because the episode. movie's like
0: three hours
1: long. Yeah, I was a... yeah, I'm just watching Evita, because it is exhausting. That is not a great movie. I'm going to put it out there. Oh, <laughs> and
0: I think it's a great musical. I did. Yeah, yeah, we
1: actually listened to, so just to be extra thorough, listened to the original cast recording of it just to get a sense of it. And it, it's. Listening to that is so much better because yeah. the movie takes out all of like a lot of like the cool hard '70s disco guitar sounds of the actual. Yeah, thing. it's more you know? musically.
0: It's... I assume that they kind of smoothed it out a little bit for audiences. Yeah. Yes, who would maybe not be so into the like the actual musical to like
1: an Andrew Lloyd Webber show, especially where... yeah. Yeah. Andrew Lloyd
0: Webber, which is a very specific sound. Yeah, I we were watching it at and Nick, my boyfriend Nick, was there and Mary and I, who had seen it. Uh, and Andrew and Nick had not. Shocking. Well, I know. I actually
1: saw it when I was in high school, excuse uh, me. For as part of my history both, class. Both Filarious Andrew
0: and Kelly saw it in under the guise of education. <laughs> <Yes>. which, <laughs> is <laughs> fa- which is fascinating. Yeah. yeah, and uh basically we were watching it and we were like, Oh yeah, you guys think we were uh, we're like halfway we, done? Ri- we arrived at the first rendition of Don't Cry for Me Yeah, and you're like, Oh yeah, this is the pinnacle. We're on, we're down the downside. Nope. Still on the climb. Still yep. not but, even halfway through the nope, movie. Not even close. Oof.
2: Yeah. Like most
0: people who have fascinating lives, like most historical people have fascinating lives, their lives are not super like they they kinda like find a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the story of Avita is like Ava is a poor girl, she comes to the big city, she becomes a socialite. Buenos Aires. BA. (laughs) BA. Um comes to comes to the big city, becomes a socialite, meets a powerful man who becomes her husband. And then sort of like the, the story is like, then she's like kind of their mascot, but then the people don't like it, but yeah. then they like her again, but then she's kind of their mascot, and then the people don't like it, but then they like her again, then she dies. Yeah. yeah. Which and is, they're all
1: upset. Which yes. is
0: the story of her life, truly. Yeah.
1: This felt like a, a musical that was trying to be an opera, but doing a bad job at it in a lot of ways.
0: That's probably, that's, yeah, that's kind yeah. of what Andrew Lloyd Webber's whole thing yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not my favorite Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, musical. I do think that... The t- there are two songs from it that I deeply love that I think are both important, which of course are the famous one, Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, and Another Suitcase, Another Hall. I think those yeah. are gorgeous, gorgeous songs that are very important to musical theater. Yes. Unfortunately, neither one of them are sung by Che. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Che's songs are not the popular songs because he he is the wordy songs. Oh, God. Yeah. He tells the story in this movie. Yes. He is, yes. as it
1: were, the Greek chorus. Yes.
0: <laughs> um and che is also you put this really well mary that it's like he is supposed to be having the conversation he like and he I mean, is the lower classes having the conversation with Evita. yes over the course so over like the a- course, yeah. Evita represents a certain type of argentinian life and he represents the other one in the the musical is a conversation between the two
1: which is conceptually kind of an okay idea but i feel like Man, one of the funniest things about this was that cause so uh, it wasn't necessarily explicitly supposed to be Che Guevara yeah. at the <laughs> outset, but is often interpreted. Understand? I mean, obviously, it's supposed to be Che. His Guevara. name is I mean, Che. che it, it's, supposed to Chani, be. it's supposed to be Che Guevara. The thing that's funny is like so. There's such. There's a lot of dialogue on the internet. People being like, "Um, that's not historically accurate." Like they just don't understand yeah. symbolism. Like again, you, you just skipped that English high school English class where yeah. you understand that things aren't necessarily literal. In stories, but can mean other things. Yes. So, yeah, that was. I found that quite. My cool.
0: category for this was oh, the humdrum life. Mm, okay. Where that his, her desk avesados yeah. are.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I felt like again, this is where I used uh top of the head of the class English one hundred and one again yeah. because of the concept of like, again, it's kind of conceptually interesting, but at the same time, it's the kind of con of, of like a conversation between che Guevara and Eva Peron. It's like interesting conceptually, but also the kind of thing that. The most annoying smart kid in English one-one class. But here's my story.
0: Yeah, it's about uh, Cirovara. Most uh, opera's Engel-Para. not smart, though.
1: That's fair, but
0: it's just in a different language. <laughs> well, and the song structure is complicated. Yeah. The story's either stupid or very simple.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, like the story Don Giovanni is not a good story. It is kind of fun because there's the devil in it, but <laughs> it's like this bad guy was bad. He sells his soul to the devil and the devil comes and gets him at the end. <laughs> that's the yeah, story yeah, yeah, of John yeah. yeah, Madam Butterfly is so sad. Anyway, um, I obviously said Bit of rough. Yeah. Which mm. is his whole point. You know, Ava is supposed to be. Yeah. I I, I think rich. it should be a Bit of rough. Yeah. And he's yeah. the Bit of rough. He also is like constantly. This could also be. Uh, it gets pettier. Basically, the entire uh, yeah, movie, he's... the entire movie is just like Ava being like, "I'm building hospitals. I'm giving money to people. And I'm 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 just saying what happens in the movie. I'm not making a political statement here about the real Ava Peron. But like it, it she's doing these things. Then Che basically is there. He's like, "Yeah, sucks. Yeah, not <laughs> like, that's, enough. That's the whole deal. This whole thing is just being like, whatever she tries to do, not good enough. Yeah." it's not it's not great yeah mm. he's a real hater yep all right our last one is from the Muppet Show uh it's uh Stadler and Waldorf. oh Ugh. what great characters I know so true oh I love the Muppets also I love Stadler and I, specifically so truthfully they're not really a Greek chorus because they are commenting on what's going on, as opposed to helping tell the story. If the Muppets has one, they are it. Correct. Yeah. But I just loved them so much. And I was like, they vaguely fit. It's enough. This is one of those things where, like, I honestly,
1: I think, obviously, like Kermit the Frog is supposed to be the mascot of the Muppets, but really Statler and Waldorf. The I agree. Yeah. Of the if you're a
0: true, maybe it's like if you're if you are a true Muppet fan, Statler and Waldorf. It's also the one that, like, if you're having any kind of conversation about favorite characters and in. in muppets and you're yes. trying to kind of one-up your audience like your group that you're with it's a little swedish
1: chef you're like oh that's cute statlin Waldorf.
0: swedish chef's a good answer though, too. Yeah, yeah true 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 <laughs> it's like except he does all he does is go the chickens oh that's a good douchebag answer too ralph i like ralph 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 i love sam eagle too yeah. Sam Eagle probably actually is my favorite Muppet. Mm. I don't know. They're really hard. It's really hard to choose. It's not Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> that I know for sure. When I was at uh, was a, few, a few years back, I was in DC and I went to Smithsonian Museum of American History. Yeah, maybe? and, the and Miss, like the Smithsonian. Yeah, and uh, Miss Piggy was there. Just oh yeah, hanging out. In was she signing autographs? <laughs> I mean, no. she clothes. didn't have a hand up her ass. They had to make, oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Had to make clothes for her uh, on an episode of Project Runway. I remember that. <laughs> and I remember people being like, the audacity. <laughs> like, how <laughs> dare they make them make clothes for a puppet? <laughs> I thought it was funny. I'm like, I was, like come on. There is no reason why. Is there why... nothing sacred? It's like, I was like, if anything's sacred, it's her, not that. On Project yeah. Runway, there are like five people who have made a real career out of it. Out of that entire show. And so, you know what? Heidi Klum,
1: Tim Gunn, <laughs> uh, yeah. Michael Kors.
0: Definitely Michael Kors would not have yeah. blown up as much. Yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. Uh, like, kind of in Tiago. culture <laughs> and also physically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh! At uh, uh, the end, he's like a bloated tangerine. <laughs> and they had to replace him. <laughs> they did. They were like, let's get someone young and cute he's in.
1: Like, he's like that one muse, you know. The real one. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh.
0: Well, and also his formula became really he's like it's like name a campy actress yes. in a time period she didn't exist in going to an event that no one would have.
2: <laughs>
0: like, that, is how, that is those are the things that he so he Marlena builds Dietrich
1: Christ. in the year 1100 going to a space ball. Yep.
0: Uh, is a really where good is she going and you're like well you've set up an impossible situation so who knows Yeah. yeah. Uh. we talk about the weird thing in uh, in project moment this is a real deep cut <laughs> slowly watching Swatch the Boston Terrier get famous. in mood get old oh yeah I know thank you Swatch, Swatch. Mm. thank you Mood thanks Mood the dogs more
1: popular than the designers. <laughs> uh, uh, it's really going to the dogs. dogs! Uh, <laughs> uh, designers more like recliners. <laughs> uh, that's a I do like so so I like the I
0: like that we've combined these worlds now. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to watch Project Runway with Steller Walden. Uh, yeah. I would watch almost anything with them. I do kind of like that the Muppet Show. So the Muppet Show's whole deal is that it's supposed to be like a variety yes. show, yeah. like not like like they're they're staging a variety show that we are watching
1: from the background.
0: And Stalin and Waldorf aren't are critics; they're just unhappy patrons, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a really awesome thing. Like they could have done like a critic made them critics, yeah. but no, they're just like hecklers and and a displeased audience <laughs> there. Um, they, (laughs) I just think it's really funny that they're, like, their biggest fans, but also so mean. Yeah. They're Miss Piggy's fathers. Uh, They might be. Yeah. (laughs) They might be. I do like that they have, um, they kind of are, like, uh, the version of, like, if you have kind of a mean mom and she's like, I say it so that when other people say it, nothing can hurt you. It's, like, how the Mubbisher sort of bulletproofs themselves. Yep. Whatever, whatever criticism you have, Statler and Waldorf have already delivered it for you.
1: <laughs> or maybe like one of them got injured, and they as a reward they got a lifetime pass to the Muppet Show.
0: <laughs> they slipped on a banana peel in the yeah. Muppet Show. All right, what do we have for categories? I did it gets pettier. Oh <laughs> okay. yeah, okay. they are yeah. the most petty people. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, even though there are two of them, because they are kind of stars of the show, I said soloist.
0: Yeah. I just said say, they were the best. <laughs> the best. They are the best. Is <laughs> there at least where Waldorf publicly converted to Judaism? All right. That's nice enough. That was like a news story. That was weird. Does that mean that they <laughs> circumcised?
1: <L'chaim>. Lachiam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the tips of, the, of their operat- uh, operator's fingers <laughs> just got cut off. <laughs> Was investigating the origins of Waldorf and Statler. Statler uh, and Waldorf. You never w- say it other. Sorry. Whatever. Uh, I'll just say, guys, we did it. We did it. Yay. Yay. <sighs> so thank you, Mary. And thank you, Andrew. Thank
1: you, Kelly. As always, guys, we appreciate your listenership. But if you could do us a favor, uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Rate review us in the Apple podcast or your uh, podcast platform of choice and otherwise. Have a good life. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> An Outrageous An mechanisms,
2: mechanisms, mechanisms Production. production.